Welcome in to the catcher's corner with Nebraska softballs McKinley Maleka and Ava Bradwell on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Sunday, everybody. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for joining us. 402-464-5685. Start our text on Honda Lincoln Hotline if you want to be a part of the conversation. Just hit us with a what's up. Don't yell at us from the rafters, from the cheap seats. Introduce yourself. Come on in and have a conversation with us. You can follow us on the Starter Heyman Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. Every possible way. You can jump on the app. You can jump on YouTube. You can jump on Facebook. You can jump on Twitter. I think we've got you covered on how to participate and how to be a part of this. I'm DP. Uh, we have we have our, one of our regular hosts, McKinley Malika, is here. Uh, and she has brought special guests tonight. McKinley, first of all, how in the heck are you? I am good. Are you transitioning in the weather? Because you normally come in here, you are casual. Yeah. You actually have a hoodie on today. Well, that... it did snow in Minnesota this weekend, so uh, like we're chilling right now. Okay. It's okay. a nice fall weather right now. Okay. I was wondering whether, you know, this Lincoln <laughs> weather was starting to get to you. It is windy, though, here. Like, it is insane how windy it gets. But this is, I mean, it's Minnesota. Like, you. Yeah. Like, that's the coldest place that we all right. can collectively think of. Right. But wind is, wind is different. It is. The wind here is different, I have Especially to say. Especially by the stadium. It's an evil wind, but do you play in the wind much? Does it affect softball much the way it does baseball? I don't feel like it. I mean, sometimes in the happens. spring, I guess it gets like cold. Like, but I mean, the fall was beautiful. Okay, it didn't affect so, us at all. So you had a good run. Introduce your special guest tonight, please. This is Abby Newland. She what? is amazing. <laughs> um, I'll let you introduce yourself, but she's Texas girl and just. One of my best friends. Where in Texas, first of all, tell me. Uh, north of Houston, the Woodlands. So what if I told you that I coached three sports at John Cooper? I think you told me that. <laughs> that is right around the corner from me. Literally right around the corner. It's a private school. Okay. It's yeah. a private school and, and some of the best facilities in the oh, state. Yeah. Like just – it's super rich parents spending super rich money on everything. And when I first got when I first got to the Woodlands, I was actually going to coach at the Woodlands. And then driving around the town, a house wasn't even ready yet. And driving around, and I saw the John Cooper School. And we pulled in. It was in the summer. I pulled in to the parking lot, and I saw the baseball field. And I thought <laughs> – this is the greatest high school baseball stadium I've ever seen. <laughs> padded walls. Like, the the wall behind home plate was padded. It was brick, but it was padded for the That's catchers. Nice. Padded. Padded seats in the dugout. The dugouts led to the lockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Especially for what is high school? Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's they're paying awesome. 35000 a year right. to go there. Every year. So it's like a college. It, it, well, the Woodlands is like a college. When you pull into the campus of the Woodlands, you just go, come on. Yeah, because how much <laughs> is your class? Don't you have like a, a huge class? Yeah, I graduated with 1,200 kids. That's insane. <laughs> like, that is crazy. I mean, and the stadium that they play play football in is just off the charts. Really? Like, it's, a, it's in the neighborhood. Hey. But the stadium 
actually has areas for the students to tailgate, like to barbecue and grill. (laughs) And (laughs) that's awesome. So you know the nice facilities in Nebraska are great, but you you come from (laughs) yeah, you're kind of used to it. You're kind of used to it. Um, So tell the story Uh, from the woodlands. uh, Tell the story of this magnificent life that you live with the parents. Let's talk about parents first. Who are they? What makes them special to you? Uh, well, my parents are Craig and Stephanie Newland, mm-hmm. and I they are just the most special people in my lives, like my best friends, and I admire them and their relationship. And uh, what what's the, what's the voice in your head that you hear most from your parents? What are they saying to you? Oh gosh, uh, like be the best person you can be, be around people. Oh, my mom says the same. Uh, surround yourself with people you want to be like something like that but her mom abby's mom is like abby like they are like so similar (laughs) when you grow up you are gonna be like your mom yes that's what i want (laughs) to be like (laughs) what does mom do when she's not raising great great young people uh well she currently is a stay-at-home mom okay she um does wedding invitations in her free time what's her hobby what's her thing if she's in the woodland she either plays tennis she's into she's yoga a walker. yeah let's see <laughs> she's a walker. so you know what what's probably funny then is that i've probably walked on that path in the woodlands yeah with your mother because i when i was there i was walking five seven miles a day uh-huh. so i would that was my jam was getting on that path in the park and you would just walk from one end to the other exactly so we've probably we've probably waved at each other along the way oh they're trying to get you closer to the microphone there you go there you go (laughs) simple biz no that that see that makes perfect sense tell us about dad dad uh works from home but he leases rail cars okay he's a businessman but works at home (laughs) see i am all about this family (laughs) now okay this is way cool all right so does he ever tell the story of how he got into it? You know, I haven't asked him that, but <laughs> that is a, I haven't gotten to that yet. That's pretty good. So then, and and McKinley will tell you when I bring when we bring new people into this space, we like to go deep with who they are. Like they people will know the softball story, and we'll get into that stuff. But what makes the athlete, the student athletes of the University of Nebraska, interesting are the stories of how they get here, why they choose it. Um, when did they know that Nebraska was the place? So, first of all, when did you know that softball was so unique and special to you? What At what age did you know, okay, this is my jam? I'd probably say in 8U, when I was 7 and 8 years old. Um, I was hitting home runs, and no one else was at my age. And so I was like, okay, I, I love this. It was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. Right? Uh, you know, hitting bombs early, you know. Well, it was – I used to do in the park home runs. <laughs> <It was laughs> so, but that still counts as a home run. It's crazy how early we start, though. Like you just yeah. start like doing all of it. We were talking about that, I think, last week or something. Like, yeah. You do get into it so quick with club and everything. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to. Yeah. You know. A- a- am I wrong in that club softball in Texas has its own universe? Yeah. It's just, yes. it's super, super competitive. Mm-hmm. You, crazy schedules. Um, I mean, again, you can play tournaments in the state and you can drive 10 hours and still not get out of the state. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, where are you playing? Oh, we're in, we're in, we're in Texas. And then you find out like eight hours later that, okay, uh, we have to do that. 
how how many games did you find yourself playing just in the summer alone? Oh, I couldn't even count. Just that crazy that it multiple back to back tournaments. There was one summer that we went from like four different states and we went to Canada and it was all back to back. It was like a whole month trip to play softball. McKinley, what if there's a number, right, in your head about how much travel ball you played just while you were still in high school? What do you think that number was? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's same thing. Like, in the summer, for a good, like, two months there, you play game, You play tournaments every weekend. And each weekend, I don't know, you play six, seven, eight games, depending on there's some, like, week-long tournaments. So you're playing, obviously, more. Right. So whatever, I mean, whatever that adds up to. It's also, like, once you're done with summer, like, in end of July, whatever, beginning of August, you start up your next season in the end of August. Yeah. So it's kind of like you just it's a continuous cycle is it easier now in college than it was in travel ball i would say it's different it's definitely like more of a specific okay we're in season we are training now like i feel like with high school and club like they kind of went together and it's like okay well i'm training for club but then i have high school ball and like now it's just one one season that you're focused on and like one set of coaches one group of girls so for years yeah yeah did they was there ever a time where you were playing an, a sport alongside of softball um yeah i play i mean i played probably hockey was i think the last sport that i quit and okay I, this just took a turn <laughs> this just took a turn and i played that what? until like yeah but I, I always played other sports. I Come would on, say. Michaela, how do you bury the lead? That is fantastic. <laughs> what can I say? I'm from Minnesota. Wow. <laughs> you so, have to. It's guaranteed. So what position did you play? I played forward. Okay. So yeah. okay. That, I like to score. I don't even yeah. know the positions. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, there's like center, left wing, right, right wing, but like yeah. I played kind of just forward in there. And did you love it the same? I did. The reason I quit actually was. I had a catching, like, my catching coach did lessons on Thursdays, and I couldn't miss hockey on Thursdays, so I had to pick. I either, like, had to go to hockey, or I had, I want, I really loved my catching lessons, so that was kind of, it was a hard decision. Like, I remember, it, like, I didn't want to quit, but. Did you get heat from, from your softball coach about hockey and vice versa? Did they make you um, choose or did I mean, it just yeah, become... like they were both just like you can't miss that day. So I had to choose kind of one or the other, which is sad. Like, I think that's a lot now. I feel like it's hard. Like people want multi-sport athletes, but I do think it's not very respected. Like, it's hard to do that. I don't think people totally like most most co college coaches want dual sport, multi-sport mm -hmm. athletes. Um, th that was kind of the deal, especially now at power five yeah they want somebody that has picked up ah there it is we're gonna hat there it is i've been telling you about this unicorn of a man <laughs> that owns mary ellen's food for the soul yes and privately we've been whispering trying to get him here for you today and he just showed up. No way. He just showed up. So <laughs> I need to meet him. Yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. <laughs> Here's what we should do. We should go to Bray and then bring him in and let him absolutely enjoy meeting uh, the two of you young ladies. It's going to be a great night here on the ticket. Uh, 
Catcher's Corner is, is rolling. McKinley and, and, and Abby are here. Charles Phillips from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul is here. Uh, we're, we'll be right back. 